This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. A presidential roadblock for COVID relief. Send me a suitable bill. The virus surges amid holiday travel. Our darkest days in the battle against COVID are ahead of us. The unthinkable at an Iowa care home. Bizarre and deviant pseudo-medical experiments. Good morning, I'm Peter King in Orlando with the CBS World News Roundup. If you thought the COVID relief package was a done deal, think again. After both houses finally agreed on a deal, there's a new roadblock at the White House with the president demanding more in a tweeted video. Here's White House correspondent Stephen Portnoy. The four-minute Twitter video raises the prospect that the president won't sign the relief bill. I am asking Congress to amend this bill and increase the ridiculously low $600 to $2,000. Mr. Trump doesn't explicitly say he'll veto the measure, which not only provides COVID relief but also funds the government. The bill took half a year to pass and was the subject of intense negotiations that directly involved Mr. Trump's Treasury Secretary. The question, just days before benefits and protections expire, is what happens now? Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, Washington. Mr. Trump was also busy with his pen signing pardons for 15 people. CBS's Skyler Henry. He gave two to former GOP Congressman Duncan Hunter of California, who pled guilty to misuse of campaign funds, and Chris Collins of New York, who pled guilty to conspiring to commit securities fraud and lying to the FBI. President Trump also gave a full pardon to his former campaign aide, George Papadopoulos, who pled guilty to lying to the FBI as part of special counsel Robert Mueller's investigation into the 2016 election. Also on the pardon list, four government contractors who were convicted in a massacre that left more than a dozen Iraqi civilians dead in 2007. The coronavirus takes no holidays this Christmas week, and as CBS's Mola Lange reports, Southern California is the epicenter for the latest surge, and healthcare workers are way too busy. ICUs across the region are at capacity, with hospitals scrambling for extra space. The University of California Irvine Medical Center is one of three facilities in Orange County building new mobile field hospitals to handle an influx of COVID patients. We're exhausted. We're holding on. Brad Spellberg is chief medical officer at the L.A. County USC Medical Center. What is the worst case scenario here? 
It's our fear is we end up looking like New York did, you know, in April, when you are just systematically completely overwhelmed. It's like a bomb has been dropped on our home. Teresa Perazzi knows the emotional toll COVID can take on a family all too well. Her 85-year-old parents were both hospitalized with COVID this month. As I'm waving to my dad goodbye in the ambulance, I'm thinking this might be the last time I see him. Millions of Americans are ignoring the CDC's request not to travel this week. Former CDC Director Dr. Tom Frieden says if that's you, be careful. We're not there yet. It's going to be months before most of us get vaccinated. And in that time, we have to double down on protection protocols. Wear a mask, avoid indoor space with other people, uh, increase ventilation, and as soon as it's your turn, get vaccinated. We now know that a passenger who had a medical emergency during a flight last week died of COVID-19. He was stricken after the United jet left Orlando. He died after the plane landed in New Orleans. United says the man's wife was overheard telling emergency workers he had symptoms. Nobody knew that at the time. The coroner's report confirmed that he was infected. In Thousand Oaks, California, sounds of the season with a message. More than 150 unmasked carolers crowded together protesting California's COVID-19 restrictions. The president blames China for the recent cyber attack on government agencies. Federal investigators say it came from Russia. President-elect Biden says it's a failure for Mr. Trump. This attack constitutes a grave risk to our national security. It was carefully planned and carefully orchestrated. It was carried out by using sophisticated cyber tools. If you're dreaming of a, well, you know, you may just get it if you're in the upper Midwest. Wind, rain, tornadoes, and snow are part of a large system. CBS News meteorologist David Parkinson. We have that blizzard warning for eastern North and South Dakota, plus parts of Nebraska, Minnesota, and Iowa. Not a big snowstorm, but a huge wind event. And that wind event extends even further south into places Uh, like Kansas, Nebraska, uh, Oklahoma, and Texas. We even have wind advisories. The FBI has uncovered a plot to sabotage power plants. More from CBS's Jim Crisula. According to court documents, the FBI alleges that white supremacists plotted to attack power stations in the southeastern U.S. One Ohio teenager wanted the group to be, quote, operational. On a faster timeline, if President Donald Trump wasn't re-elected, no one has been charged in the case, at least publicly. The Justice Department says a Center for People with Intellectual Disabilities in Glenwood, Iowa, treated some of its patients as human guinea pigs with sometimes dangerous experiments. KCCI-TV's Chris Gothner. The facility superintendent led physical and psychological experiments without consent or safeguards. One involved overhydrating residents in a pneumonia study. The report says Glenwood leaders knew it was dangerous, but did it anyway. State Senator Claire Selsey. It astounds me. It sickens me. The investigation is ongoing. The Justice Department also says employees at an Ocala, Florida women's prison failed to protect inmates from sexual abuse by staff members. Investigators say the abuse was frequent and amounts to cruel and unusual punishment. So far, nobody has been charged with crimes there. In central France, three police officers have been shot and killed after a standoff. 
off. Answering a call about domestic violence, police found a heavily armed man at the home of his ex-partner. They set up a cordon around the house, but he shot his way out. Three officers, the youngest just 21, were killed. A fourth was wounded. The man set fire to the house before he fled. His ex-partner took refuge on the roof and was rescued by the police. The man was later found dead in his car. Elaine Cobb, CBS News, Paris. It's not quite zero population growth, but the Census Bureau says the U.S. population grew at its smallest rate in 120 years between 2019 and 2020 just over a third of 1% for the year that ended in July. The NBA season is tipped off after the shortest off-season in the league's history. For the L.A. Lakers, it began with a ceremony on their home court. CBS's Steve Futterman was there. Tonight, we celebrate. NBA opening night here at Staples Center included the defending champion L.A. Lakers being presented with their championship rings. As each player was presented with his ring, there was a video salute from their family. LeBron James' children saluted him. Congratulations, Dad. Love you. Peace. There were no fans here at the game. Laker owner Jeannie Buss said they are missed. But someday soon we'll be together. And when we are together, we have something special to celebrate. Steve Futterman, CBS News at Staples Center in Los Angeles. The Lakers lost to the Crosstown Clippers 116-109. to And that's the World News Roundup for Wednesday, December 23rd, 2020. I'm Peter King, CBS News. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert, and I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. So what do people get when they listen to The Late Show Pod Show? Let's, let's sell this thing. The extended moments, for sure, because we run out of time for broadcast, but we have plenty of time on the podcast. It's kind of like being a live audience member of the show because you get things that no one else hears. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. It was the biggest scandal in pop music. The stars of Milli Vanilli, the Grammy-winning multi-platinum R&B phenomenon, were exposed as frauds. But none of this was their idea. So whose idea was it? Enter German music producer Frank Farian. He saw the success of acts like Michael Jackson and Prince, and he wanted in no matter the cost. So he devised the perfect pop heist. Two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? They couldn't sing. But Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's greatest controversies and takes a never-before-heard look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when the truth came out, Rob and Fab were the only ones who got burned. Looking back now, it's hard not to wonder, why did everyone blame them and not the man pulling the strings? Follow Blame It on the Fame, Millie Vanilli, on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.